0: Welcome to this episode of After the Breach podcast. We're your hosts, Jeff Friedman and Sarah Shimazu, coming to you from Friday Harbor on San Juan Island. Um, we've been a little lax, Jeff, in our recent updates on the podcast. It's been an, a crazy busy season, but it ha- we
1: th- it has. We it
0: thought we would do a kind of off the cuff episode, catching everybody up on what's been going on. Why you haven't seen new episodes from us in the last couple of months? And just letting you know kind of some of the news that's coming in, uh, whales that are coming in and out and catching you up. But thanks, guys, for listening. Um, We're so happy to have you here. We're so happy to be putting out a new episode. And Jeff, yeah,
1: this is. uh, Hi, Sarah. Hi. Uh, This is episode 16. And episode 15 was two months ago.
0: Okay. well, I mean, like two months in the busy season. Not not too, too bad.
1: No, are, are definitely the busiest part of our busy season. We we've we've had a lot going on on the water the last 2 months. It's the August grind. And and it, this is now the August grind. Uh it's August is such an interesting juxtaposition to me because on the one hand, we're we're really tired. We've been very tired. We've been, you know, pretty much going 7 days a week. Even on the days we're not on the water, we're doing something related to yeah. this. So it's like, yeah, we're tired. Um, yeah, you know, we're in the kind of this routine of uh, you know, a lot of the same questions that we get on the boat. So we're in this groove of, and mm-hmm. it's almost like you can, I can almost give the intro of how <laughs> to get out, how to get on the boat. Um, it's making me laugh because there was one day that last year it was in August, and I looked at April and I said, you know what, I'm tired of doing this. You 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 show people how to get on the boat, and I'll hold the, the line in.
0: Um, I actually think I remember that.
1: Yeah. It's, it, so there's that, but on the other side of it, this is when things start getting really interesting on the water. It's it's at the beginning of, I think, of our favorite time to be mm-hmm. out on the water because, and, and we can't tie this, we have no reason or basis to know why this is, but like I've been telling people September came early this year because the last two weeks— there are so many whales out there in so many different groups that we'll get reports during the day of like, Hey, we have a group of whales going down the West side of San Juan Island. And it's like, well, no Mm. one's going to go check that out because there are six other groups spread around the area and everybody's, everybody's with whales with like one or two boats.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I mean, even today, Kind of started off slow, and then all of a sudden, it was like boom, 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 boom everywhere.
1: The best way to find whales today is if you went to where I was an hour (laughs) after I was there. There were whales there.
0: I'm sorry, Jeff. It (laughs) happens to everybody, though. I know.
1: It was just it was a little bit of a rough day. I
0: I was watching that and going, "Oh man, Jeff, I'm so sorry." I I covered
1: around 100 miles round trip today, and there were whales all throughout my path, (laughs) but never when I was there. An hour later. Yeah. I mean, we, I did, we did see whales today, but uh, boy, we could have seen a lot more if I had, had woken up an hour later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or hour, yeah, an hour later. He could have gotten an extra hour of sleep. Exactly. Well, we did have some cool whales um, today, but before we get into that, um, there's a couple other stuff, a couple other stuff. A couple. <laughs> That's
1: a very August oh saying, gosh. a couple other stuff.
0: Kind of like the first intro I tried to record where I said, coming to you live but then not really.
1: No, but we are alive. We
0: are alive, but not live.
1: So you, I think you were going to talk about our photo workshop coming up in a few weeks. Yeah. So we still have a few seats available.
0: We do have a few seats available. And for those that have been asking who are not able to make it this year, yes, we will have future workshops available. Um, But this uh, next month, September 23rd and 24th, it's a Saturday and Sunday. We have a photo workshop and each day is individual, so you don't have to book both days. You can book one or the other. Most people enjoy booking both because we'll do different things every day. Yeah, each
1: it's like every trip. Each yeah. day is different.
0: Totally unique. September is one of our favorite, if not the favorite, month of ours to be out on the water here. Weather conditions are usually great. The wildlife is off the hook. And with an all-day tour, we can go almost anywhere. There's a little cat in the background. Sorry, that's Sunday. Um, so six to eight hours on the water, maybe more. We'll see what kind of happens. We're very flexible on these days and we're just going to go out and be looking for whales talking about their stories. So you've heard our their stories on the podcast and that's going to be in person live with hopefully the whales present.
1: Yeah. We usually have different groups of big killer whales uh, during that time and Uh, Some years, if if everything aligns correctly and the weather aligns correctly, we can also get really big aggregations of humpbacks feeding, uh, like 50 to 70 humpbacks. And basically, as far as you can see, you're going to see blows and backs and flukes. And it's it's pretty cool.
0: I'm sorry. I'm just really laughing at the cat in the background. Um, So, yeah, it's really, really amazing. Um, Every
1: podcast needs a cat in the background. it, It really
0: does. Um, so $5.79 per day. It includes a catered lunch. Um, we're going to do some photo instruction. I'm going to do a, uh, whale ID class afterwards that everyone who signs up is welcome to join. And we'll have other stuff and kind of swag and that kind of thing, um, available and. And, and a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. So we do hope you can join us. Um, reach out to us by email or on Instagram. If you're interested in getting more details or signing up, we would love to have you. Yeah. So
1: the email is after the breach podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and it's after the breach on Instagram, is mm-hmm. it after the breach or after,
0: after the, breach? the breach. Okay.
1: On Instagram. But yeah, uh, we've got a few seats left each day. Uh, so if you're interested, get in touch with us and sign up and come on out. It'll, it's going to be a great time. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. You did this last year. I've uh, done it for
0: the last few last years. Few years. Mm-hmm. I've
1: I've driven on those, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, it's always a lot of fun. Never always know.
0: completely different.
1: Always completely different. Yeah. Um, I think we've had whales every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, knock on I'm, wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> and I, I'm hoping that, that we do get the opportunity to go uh, either way north or way west to some of those aggregations of
0: humpbacks. Well, maybe one day north and one day west.
1: I like it. I like yeah. it. We can go back, back to uh, – Nanaimo,
0: <laughs> the blogging
1: town, the, the of blogging capital Alaska. of the world,
0: blogging, inside blogging, joke, inside blogging. joke. Um, well, that being said, um, we've had a lot of stuff going on. Our last episode was about the Alaskan brothers. Uh, gosh, I just said that and I, <laughs> I don't like to call them that because all these whales go up to Alaska. So the brothers T125A and t 128 um, and their kind of unique situation that occurred with the rake marks on T-128. And I think we left off with, we hadn't seen them yet, but when we posted, we posted in the summary notes that they got back together and were seen like and the day were, after we posted our new episode. But we have not seen them in quite a while.
1: I mean, since, I think since the week after uh we posted that. I, I don't remember.
0: No, I think they've been back one, one other time. They were down here for like a day out in the street. Okay.
1: Yeah, because I haven't seen them really. I think that was the last time I saw them was the, when I went out and we saw them back, right, back right. together. That was the last time that I personally saw them.
0: So um, back but, together. Yeah, at Back least. together. But we've had a
1: ton of their
0: friends. A ton. Um, originally, when we talked about this episode, I think we were going to talk about like a few different things. But... T-65A5 Indy uh, was one of those, and he's been one of the whales that's been around, so maybe we can start with him, but he's been um, getting, getting into and out of trouble, Def- I should say.
1: Definitely, and we've talked about him on a, I, I think we've probably talked about him in some respect on every episode, uh, because he's always popping up somewhere uh, <laughs> with his family or without his family, and he's what, nine years old now?
0: Yeah, born in 2014.
1: And has been dispersed from his mom and siblings since he was five?
0: Uh, yeah, four and a half, five, 20,
1: 2018-ish. But he, he does go back. He's actually with his mom and siblings right now. Today, yeah, uh, in, the, in, in the sound. sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there was one whale of from any population of any species in the world that I could get on this podcast— He's the one you'd want to interview. Yeah, absolutely, he <laughs> is the most fascinating whale I have ever seen. Um, dispersing that young, um, and he seems to. It, it's almost the way it's working now is, it's almost like wh- whoever you come across, whatever family you're you're seeing that day or group of families, you're asking like, "Well, is Indy here too?" Because <laughs> he just mixes it up with everybody. Yes for a very brief period of time and then he goes off on his own and then he pops up with another family. I mean, he's or by himself or by himself. We, I, we had a trip uh and you were out that day too. We were on not, we weren't together but we were on different boats and nobody had seen orcas all day long and then Indy popped up in active pass.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that. And, and that was that. that was
1: that was the he was the only whale that was found that day, only I a killer remember.
0: whale. Yeah, because I took my people out and I said, just being up front, we've not seen killer whales. We've not seen whales all day. All day. And they were like, still gung ho to give it a give it a whirl and, and it paid off.
1: And Indy Indy paid off. Yeah. Uh it he's just so interesting. I mean, he's been with the thirty fours and thirty sevens. Uh he was with them for a little bit. Seventy seven C with for a little bit. I, I yeah, I knew that I knew that one was coming. <laughs> <laughs> um but he did get in a little trouble. Uh, Was it July? He had just gone back to his mom and and siblings and then left. He left them. Went into um, up the east side of Whidbey Island and was seen entangled in crab gear.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, he has a habit of getting into trouble because last year he got stuck in the, like, What do they call it? The lagoon in Port Angeles Harbor overnight. And there was a whole big kerfuffle. Couldn't get out. You know, the police were called. Stranding networks were called. And then the tide came in the next morning and he swam out like all nonchalant. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, what I'm saying is like, yeah, he gets into trouble. But he's developing a very good skill of getting himself out of trouble as well. Which is not to say that like he's not going to get himself into trouble and, you know, not need human intervention at some point, hopefully not, but you know, it's, it's a possibility, but um yeah, looked, with this instance of the crab pot.
1: Um But it sounded like he, I mean, they, they were attempting human intervention. It looked, he like,
0: wanted nothing, nothing to, do, nothing do, with to it. do with it.
1: So he, he was seen uh pretty heavily entangled in, in crab gear. And um I think if we can, we'll post some photos in the show notes if we can, grab some we don't have any of our own but yeah i we wasn't can there link to link to something um but he was pretty heavily entangled and the uh, entanglement team was called and they came out and people were keeping an eye on him all day to, to make sure that we didn't lose track of him and from what i heard uh the entanglement team was not able to uh he just wouldn't let anybody near him
0: yeah, so it sounded like he wanted really nothing to do with the response boat um, and was kind of like doing long, longer dives and, and moving away from them. And from what it sounds like uh, and what I've read and talked to other people about is that he moved into shallow water. Um, and what I'm guessing just based on us having, you know, used crab pots before, um, is that the line is typically like 30 to 50 feet long, usually about 50 feet long. Um, and so if he's in deeper water, that crab pot is just kind of hanging there free, free floating or not floating, but dragging. And he got into these shallow water. The crab pot was actually able to ground and release tension on the line. And then he was able to free himself.
1: Maybe when, when he takes it into deeper water, he's just getting a, a workout. It's strength, <laughs> strength training.
0: <laughs> he's doing strength Because he did. I mean,
1: he worked himself out of it really fast with no intervention. And, yeah. and it was, I think it was close to the end of the day, last light. And mm-hmm. It's like, hey, guys, don't worry about me. I'm good.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we do see um, whales in this population playing with crab tra- crab traps, crab floats, lines, um, you know, many a couple repeat offenders have been called, uh, into the stranding network multiple times for being quote unquote entangled and then have not actually been entangled. But in this instance, it's always better safe than sorry, but yeah, they do kind of like to play with those floats and lines. And
1: we see that quite a bit. We had, uh, one, one day this early this summer, we had, uh, T49, A2, uh, and his uncle, Mm Mm-hmm. 49 C in Friday Harbor in, mm-hmm. in the Harbor and they were grabbing the floats and pulling them underwater and dragging the crab pots <laughs> several hundred <laughs> yards. And then the, the floats would pop back up. And I, I mean, I remember I, I, don't, I can't remember. Me. Yeah. And we had photos where it looked like the lines were wrapped around them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were wrapped around their, mm-hmm. their body. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were texting and calling us asking uh, saying people from shore were wanted to report whales that were entangled in crab gear. And five minutes later, after they were done dragging them around a little bit, they left the Harbor and all the gear was still in the Harbor. So they weren't (laughs) entangled. Yeah. And then this weekend, uh, in Saanich inlet, we had a, a, group of, uh, I think it was 16 killer whales and we got to the very bottom and we've talked about Sandish Inlet on previous episodes. It's one of our favorite places to see whales. And at the very bottom of the inlet, it gets pretty shallow and it's apparently a great place to drop a crab pot. And we were down there and as we were talking about it to our, to our guests on the boat about how they sometimes play with crab gear, we started seeing floats disappearing. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were watching Jack uh, T-137A Uh, pulling down it was a a crab pot with three different floats so they were big
0: (laughs) so extra fun
1: extra fun and they were disappearing and you you always hold your breath you're always you know I I even said like hey watch watch those floats watch that line when he starts moving off to make sure that he's not carrying it with him and and we worry but then he he was playing with it for a while and then just left yeah and it did breach a couple times. I got to. I've gotten to see two breaches from 137A. Yeah,
0: I'll rub it in. Yeah,
1: I've never <laughs> seen him breach before. No,
0: I know. I mean, I. And I I've
1: gotten t- two in August. I,
0: I did get one distant while driving, so it's tough. And I know you're you were driving as well. Um, I always see people with these like amazing photos of Jack breaching, and I have n- and up until this month had never seen him breach, and I was just like. Eh what is it with me like
1: he's just timing he is yeah and he's so so big Mm -hmm. um i did also get to see my first not my first ever but my first real like solid uh galliano breach this month oh
0: congratulations thank
1: you it's he it is um i posted that photo on instagram it was i got it timed perfectly And I mean, I was just right place at the right time with my camera and, uh, it will
0: post that in the show notes too.
1: Yeah. And that was, it is incredible to see him breach. Oh, it's massive. Um, Gary sent me a text from, he was out there and he's like, I heard, I heard somebody breached. I wasn't looking and my passengers are all like screaming. (laughs) What what was it? And I'm like, dude, Galliano breach. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think his other boat was like leaving at the time. Oh. Um, so they they missed it, but it's it's fleeting. I he haven't. does it once mm-hmm. and you may not see that for a couple of years.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I've seen him breach a few different times and I would say a, a lot of times it's like a one and done or like two and then done. So you just have to like, Really have your camera kind of in the right place at the right time,
1: and not not that there's anything wrong with the smaller whales breaching, but no. when when the big adult males breach, it I just mean, doesn't happen just, very often. It doesn't, and yeah. it's and they're and you get to see their peck fins, which are like a queen this, size mattress. That's uh, exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, they're so big.
0: Well, speaking of Galliano, um, his family's been around, but it's kind of been interesting to see this continued little split. Um, not all the time, but a lot more um, than you know in the last like. Three years, five years.
1: Yeah. Um, the I haven't
0: li- seen them, to be clear. I have not seen the 18s or 19s. Um, so
1: I, di- I did see, month. last week, I got to see 18 and 19 C. Um, so grandmother. Um, or grandmother, grandmother, and, and, grandmother and, and grandson. And youngest grandson. And the two of them have been traveling separate from mom and the older brother.
0: 19 and 19 B, Galliano. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh they it, the they split apart and get back together and sometimes these splits are hundreds of miles it's not like oh there's just a few miles away right these are hundreds of miles split up and then they come back together and we saw this actually uh, and i'm getting to kind of a, an idea and a question <laughs> for you um we saw this the other day with the 137s We saw 137A Jack, who we were just talking about, with his youngest sister, and mom and his other sister were not there, and they were found, and they weren't that far away. I mean, they were like ten or fifteen miles away, but they were the two sets of two were going in complete opposite directions, and they did not have an acoustic corridor anymore. Interesting. And I don't know if they've been seen back together since then. but yeah, it, I think they were the other night, weren't they? Um, I don't know.
0: In Sanich,
1: this was after after Sanich. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was after they were with the 109 As oh, and okay. the 38 kids. After this was the day after, like the two nights where they were in Sanich. This was the the next day, and they were totally split. Interesting. And it here's where my my thought and idea and question for you. Um, it would be cool to get somebody like Jared Towers to, to comment on this. Maybe we can have. Maybe him back he's on listening the, right now. Maybe he is. But we're seeing these splits. We're seeing dispersals from young killer whales like um, Indie and and the seventy seven kids. And I'm just wondering how much of this, if we even know, has. It's like this is just how this population their social dynamics work, or are these new social dynamics that are developing because their population has gotten so big
0: or, and there's so many
1: more of them that, they, and they have so much food that they're now exploring these new social dynamics of families splitting up. In We used to think, okay, the females will leave once they start having their own offspring and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll get back together, but they travel as mm-hmm. their own matriline. But now we're seeing parts of matrilines mm-hmm. uh, dispersing and coming back together, yeah. and is this a result of just a population that is thriving and doing really well and spending more of their uh, brain power, more of their energy budget on social behavior.
0: Yeah. I, I guess like my guess, and this is totally just like, you know, whatever it is, not, not scientific. Like just my thought is that it's probably not new social dynamics so much as this is like a return of these social dynamics because their population, the population of their prey is so much better here now, and they're spending more time here, and they have plenty of food in every corner, nook, and crevice of the Salish Sea that, um, you know, now they're able to travel uh, in larger groups and they're splitting off, and and you know, they have bigger families, so we're seeing more dispersal. That would be kind of my guess that this is something that probably happened before we were paying attention and, you know, killing and culling their prey sources and that kind of thing. Um, but who knows? Uh, that's just my guess.
1: It's It's interesting to see. I mean, just in the short time that I've been here uh, doing this professionally, I, it's so much has changed mm-hmm. where, um, and, it's, and it's, it's getting better and bigger every year where we are seeing them, uh, the, the big killer whales in larger groups with multiple families that are very social, uh, you know, for those who have been following the Southern residents out here for, for decades like you, a lot of these aggregations of big killer whales when they're socializing look very much like it used to look on the West side of San Juan Island. When you had Mm -hmm. large groups of Southern residents here, I mean, they're, they're, rolling all over each other. There's breaches, lots of surface time and, and surface percussion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and I think we're seeing more of that. I mean, I've seen more of that this year that certainly than, I mean, this has been, for me, this has been the the most epic whale summer.
0: Oh, it's been amazing.
1: I mean, we've had killer whales uh, this month, I think almost every single day. Mostly bigs. We did see, we did have, and we should talk about, we did see we the will. Southern residents yeah. here for a very, very brief period of time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, um, you know, like overall, I kind of feel like we as humans like to talk about, you know, our the understanding of, of animal behavior, whether it's killer whales, whether it's lions or wolves or any, you know, any any animal um, kind of like in the scope. Um, Wombats wombats of our (laughs) (laughs) the scope of our own like time spent observing them and kind of like this is new this is new behavior that we're seeing well you know like we in reality like we're a blink of an eye and in the timeline of things and so um you know I tried to like take a step back and like rein back my ego and in thinking that like everything I've experienced is kind of like all that's ever been if that makes sense like they've been doing this a lot longer than we've been around, so it's probably all like normal behavior during times when food is plentiful and there's a lot of whales and new babies and you know available females and available males. You know, yeah, it's very. But true. We're just not. We were. We just weren't present to witness it, but that doesn't you know make it new behavior to us. It's just. Or new behavior, it just makes it new, new to, to us. us, yeah. You know,
1: and that, and that makes sense. But I I also think there's I I just wonder that if there's an element of some of this being new because their population has been smaller, um, in, in recent history, mm-hmm. um, for I don't know, fifty the last fifty years, I think their population has been yeah. smaller because their their food was less abundant. Sure, sure. And now that it's more abundant, a lot of the whales that I I mean look at their population were, I think we have around 150 whales in that population under the age of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, those whales don't know any different.
0: Right. Right.
1: And uh, it's, it's really interesting. And I, I mean, I'm sure there were times historically where that was the case with those numbers as well, but right. I mean, it is new to us, but this is also new to them, to the, to the young whales.
0: Unless their mothers told them about. I'm, I'm just, just kidding. Getting no, I'm have getting an into like- for everything Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um and it's I mean, I would say like kind of in the same vein, I you know, I would expect that they probably have some like, you know, historical cultural knowledge being as, you know, socially intelligent and you know, just everything that they are. Um, you know, the southern residents avoid certain areas or historically have avoided areas like Penn Cove. Um, even though only one whale currently alive was alive during the captures, you know, so right. it's there. I, I not, I'm not saying that it is that they've passed on this cultural knowledge, but it certainly seems like there's some like cultural knowledge and history that's passed on between generations. Um, but again, that's totally anecdotal, not coming from a scientific point of view just my own ramblings in August. But, but I, I, and I'm a big believer in this. I think it's
1: easy to dismiss anecdotal because it's not peer reviewed science right. or, you know, solidly collected data. But I, and I think people will dismiss it, but I, to me, I don't think that it's anecdotal is meaningless. I think anecdotal right. means it's not, a lot. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I've, it's funny cause I keep coming back to this. I I've, talked about this a lot on the boat the last few weeks and look at the amount of time that and wow are we lucky that we can say this look at the amount of time that we spend with killer whales mm-hmm. uh, we're out with killer whales hours a day almost seven days a week for ha- over half the year mm-hmm. i mean we're very lucky but beyond the the luck of that we are observing a lot of what's going on in their world with their behaviors and with their social dynamics uh, more, Mm -hmm. more than uh, I mean, we see more anecdotal Mm -hmm. than anybody. And I don't think you can dismiss. No, no, I don't either. And, and I think it has more value than some people might think because of, of stories like Indy or the split in the, in the T uh, 18s. Yeah. Uh, You know, that it's anecdotal, but but it means something.
0: It does definitely. Well, that got that went a whole different tangent than well, I was expecting, but I I like it. I really <laughs> like where that went, and I think we could talk about that a lot more. But um, we <laughs> I'm just gonna continue on with because we have so many sightings to get through. Um, not get through, but like share with our listeners. Um, and especially this kind of cool one, Jeff just from the other day T63 chainsaw back oh my in the God. neighborhood
1: yeah for a rare august very One brief day. <laughs> brief but rare no, two days i guess two days rare well so and i'll i'll tie this even into a bigger surprise with not just him visiting with his mom but the 65a's who typically spend a most lot of of, yeah most of the summer here have been uh, they're back uh as of a couple of days ago, but they've been absent most of the summer, um, except for T65A5. So wherever the 65As went, which i I think it was up to Alaska, um 65A5 did not. He stayed down here and he held the fort down yeah. with the social, yeah. uh with the socializing with other families. Yeah. He 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 was repping the 65As <laughs> with the rest of the community. Um, while the 65A's were up north, probably with 65 and oh, yeah. 63. Who, who knows, right? Who knows? But, yeah, surprise Chainsaw comes through uh, yeah. in August. Yeah, and it was
0: kind of seen, like, in the Strait of Juan de Fuca one afternoon. And I, I was, like, off-island for the first time in so many months. And I just, like, opened, opened our, you know, app that we have, you know, between companies and looked at the settings. And I was like... T sixty three, what's chainsaw doing back here? And then to find out that he was with you know his mom, of course, and Sam. Sam T forty sixty two. Talk of another whale that dispersed at a young age, um, who has been with her cousin and what first cousin once removed, like the yeah, her pretty, pretty much kids, since, like for for almost a year at least, I would say. Yeah, and then sees chainsaw and was like, Oh, I'm going with him." <laughs> yeah, and was with him the next day as well.
1: Yeah. And you, you got to see him.
0: I did. And, yep. the,
1: and you were so excited that you sliced open your toe.
0: Yeah. It was on that. It, it was, was that on that day. trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Tetanus shots were no fun, <laughs> but it's always,
1: it's always cool to see him. And it, this is kind of funny to me because I mean, I don't think I saw him my first three or four seasons out here. Um, it was so fleeting when he was here, if he was here that those years. And then, uh, I think I've seen him almost every year since then, but it's, it's short. He doesn't spend a ton of time here. And I was thinking about this when we were with him the other night. Cause it was, I mean, you just get glued to taking pictures of him because right. he's such a unique looking whale. And I realized I've never seen him do anything other than travel. I've never seen. him We saw one tail lob, Jeff. (laughs) Okay, one tail lob. I've never seen him hunt. I've never seen him breach. I've never seen him spy hop.
0: And somehow we're still enamored of him. Whereas, like with other whales, we'd be like, "Oh, okay." Right, they're boring. (laughs) No, that's true. I was, you know, you had mentioned that the other day, and I was kind of thinking back to like all of my sightings of of him over the the years, and I've seen him with a lot of like social groups, and he was with the the. Second day he was here, um, just a couple days ago, he was with the 99s, 38C, and 38E. And then, of course, 46C2 and, and 65. But um, they were super social when we got on scene earlier in the day, like just nonstop, like breaching and rolling and blowing raspberries. And and here was Chainsaw. Do I mean, long dives from Chainsaw. Like these whales would be up and socializing and I would guess that he was probably doing close to ten minute dives.
1: That's so just, but
0: right in the middle of everybody. But just like,
1: oh, well, they were probably all over him when when he was down yeah, there.
0: Yeah, so, and and that's something I've seen with him in other very social groupings of whales alongside chainsaw.
1: It just occurred. We're throwing all these numbers out. Um, we're gonna
0: we're gonna introduce them as we go. We'll we'll introduce another match line at the end.
1: Yeah, and yeah, it's we're throwing all these numbers out. It's almost like, it, um. Uh, whale bingo right
0: <laughs> yeah whale bingo mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so very I, i'm not expecting to see him again until spring but who knows yeah. uh it, but really cool to see him come through in august was very unexpected yeah
0: no if he wants to come around more often that's a-okay
1: well and we haven't seen the other part of the family uh the 65 bees haven't been around in a bit uh not sure where they are but they spent a lot of time here in uh early summer after uh after her visit down to california try and be a movie star but that i feel work. like we
0: normally see her in september because, we do see them a lot you know like the 123s. it gets smoky we've had a lot of days with them where it's been smoky and then we get a lot of wildfire smoke in september sometimes
1: but it's it's interesting we have so many different match lines here right now that it's, it's almost easier to talk about who's not here
0: <laughs> that's true
1: uh i mean it really it's it's i was making a list earlier and now i'm remembering and i was like wow this is a huge list i'm remembering like we didn't have the 46s or the 46 b1s on that list
0: and and the 46 b1s were here the other day they were actually here the same day that chainsaw showed up with sam and
1: right because sam ditched them
0: but they were like miles and miles and miles ahead and i think actually turned around and they passed each other going opposite directions and sam still stayed with 63 and 65 chainsaw and mom and one
1: one of my favorite families has been around quite a bit uh the 37 a's
0: yeah
1: uh they are definitely one of my favorites uh didn't i was starting to wonder if we were going to see them this year because they weren't here at all really yeah. i think they may have popped in early in the summer for a day or two maybe it may have been a mis id uh but uh we came across them in uh new channel uh, a week or two ago oh, yeah. and wasn't sure who we were coming up to, but coming up to a group of killer whales on a very, very active hunt in a, <laughs> an area that is just full of Harbor seals and just very surface. A, few, a active, few less now. A few less now. Yeah. Very, very surface active hunts. And as we were getting closer, I was like, okay, well, we've got a big, a really big adult male in the group. <laughs> <laughs> not not big male not so much adult. No. 37A2 uh, is what 14? 14. 14 and he's huge. Yeah. I couldn't believe how big he's gotten in the last year.
0: Yeah, he's 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 a massive. A big guy, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, in a few days later I got him confused with one of the 46 boys and oh. those are old school like OG big boys.
0: Yeah, to be fair, you sent that photo and I was off the water again because I don't know how I was off the water, but he had that like bend to his fin from the angle you sent. Cause it was kind of like from behind and that, you know, his, the notch in the middle. And, and I was just like, yeah, I agree that this is who you think it is. 46 yeah. E.
1: And it was not, it and was and 37 A2.
0: And then I, you said that and I looked closer at the eye patch, you know, just a little bit of an angle of an eye patch. And I was like, yeah, no, that is 37 A2. Absolutely.
1: I mean he's going to be a massive whale. Uh, he's so big already yeah. at 14. Uh but they're 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 a fun family to I mean they're they're always very energetic. Uh whether they're social or hunting, like they're just there's a lot of energy in that family.
0: Well, we had that really cool encounter with them um 2019 because that's when 37A5 was born. And we, it was like December, I think we had him in Swanson channel. We had that charter we took out and, I, yeah. and the passengers were like, look, whales. And we were like, yeah, those are porpoise. And then we looked over and it was like, oh no, those are whales. I,
1: I remember that. Um, I remember I have like a <laughs> photographic memory of like turning my head, like the guy sitting behind me just yeah. very casually, like other oh, dorsal fins right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she, you know, was logging at the surface mom, 37, it was logging at the surface, um, with, The kid you know the kids and um I was sitting up on the bow talking about these whales and we had just shut down because they were you know just logging there they weren't going anywhere and I tell the story about like how you know people ask like oh do whales are whales interested in people or boats or whatever um and I was just sitting up on the bow at the very front and heard the water move behind me on the other side of the boat from where the rest of the whales were as I was talking to these people. And I just leaned back and looked over the side of the boat. And there was 37A3 on his side, just below the surface, looking, watching, just looking up. And I leaned over and looked at him. And he looked at me. And then he rolled over and took a breath. And he went under the boat and went back to the family. But I don't really know how long he was there watching. Like That's so interesting. It was really kind of cool. No, not kind of cool. It was really cool. Yeah,
1: and and those moments are so fleeting, but they do mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're rare. Um, while you were telling that story, I just, as we're going through uh, our recent sightings, one that I forgot to mention that I thought we would probably mention earlier because it's uh, happy and very cool and fun and really interesting. You don't want to save it for the end? No, tell it now. Uh, the 75 Bs.
0: Oh yeah. So
1: with- the seventy five Bs were traveling with seventy seven uh C and D. They were. Yeah. And now they're not. Now they're just with 77 D because those two split.
0: Which is weird. Which is weird. To, um, to me, not maybe not to them, but to me.
1: But there is a
0: brand
1: new calf in that group. I think they were seen up in Johnstone Strait. I may not be exactly the right date. Um on August sixth, I think, with without a calf.
0: Yeah, it was. It was like a week. There was a week span, like right. you know, August like fourth or fifth, and then August eleventh was, I think, the day that they were seen with a baby. So we know it was like between. You know, the fourth and the tenth or some I don't know, like exact dates, I'd have to look.
1: So brand new calf that I think everybody assumed right away was the fourth calf of
0: or the fifth calf of
1: of 70, B. Right. Who's she's twenty-eight and she's been she's a baby maker. I mean, we know what she likes right. to do in her free time because she's just every two years. Right. Every two right. or three years. She's, yeah. she's she's clockwork. Yeah. So that was assumed. And but now not so
0: sure. Now I think they're thinking it's her oldest well not oldest Well, 75 b2 her oldest surviving offspring eight who is eight it would be the youngest wild orca mom on record right and
1: um, but 77 d is still a possibility but probably not yeah um, i don't know but she's young too mm-hmm. um but it was there they've been so neat to watch because they're these are all very young whales i mean the oldest mm-hmm. is 28 that's sure that, um but there, there's a two-year-old in there, and when when we were thinking it was 75B's calf, it looked like there was competition for right. the slipstream between the two-year-old, and and yeah. this is why nobody really knows who... The, we've seen the calf closely associated with 75B. We've seen her him or her closely associated with 75B2, and then there have been times where it's like, okay, the calf is right in between 75B2 and 77D. Yeah. And so, like, whose calf is this?
0: Yeah, I. It's funny because I, I. mean, I haven't had that many encounters with them since the calf showed up. I think three, three encounters with them, and every time that I've seen them, um, the calf has been firmly with seventy-five B. And so I was like, oh, I, you know, like, what, what, what's going on here? Like, what are we thinking? Like seventy-five B two, but. Every photo I see, the calf is with 75B2, like every photo that everybody else takes. Is I think that's where people B2. are kind of
1: leaning now. Yeah,
0: and I think that is the the thought. But And and so I looked, I was like going back through old photos, and um, 75B2's dorsal fin, when it was a newborn, looked exactly like this calf. Is really cute. There's a lot of family resemblance.
1: That'd be cool really to, to post that in the show notes.
0: Well, I don't have a photo of it, but I was oh. just looking... Looking back through old photos um, uh, on, the, but, on the web. But they've been fun to watch because with such
1: a young calf and all these young whales, they're, it's like every encounter that I've had with them, they're just rolling all over each other. It's it's They're social almost all the time, and then they break for a meal, and it's a really quick hunt, and then they get back to socializing. That's um, cool. Yeah, really, really neat. Well, you and I had a great trip together with them when we were in we? Strait of Juan de Fuca, and it was glass. Oh,
0: And they weren't yeah, really yeah. going
1: anywhere. They were yeah. just kind of in the same spot, but they were all over each other.
0: That was the first time I saw that, calf.
1: Yeah. They were all, all over all over each other. They've been around all – I mean, we've been seeing them
0: – For weeks. For I weeks. mean, for the whole month, really. Yeah,
1: almost every day. Not yeah. quite every day, but yeah. they've been found almost every day. Except mm-hmm. I don't think they've been found today, but um, – Yeah, I don't
0: think so. But there's a lot of groups that haven't been – confirmed IDs
1: that's that this is true so but yeah we've been seeing them quite a bit
0: and now we're like what a third of the way through our list <laughs> i I know. I know it's i mean it's
1: just it's it's been a crazy crazy august it
0: has um well another really cool family that we don't see very often you know kind of tagging along off the chainsaw like theme uh the t 109 A's. like i I should say uh, we personally don't see them very often. They're seen a lot more out in the Strait of Juan de Fuca, like West of Victoria. Um, But I mean, I go maybe like once a year, maybe I'll see them. Maybe.
1: Yeah. And I think the first time I ever saw them was West of Victoria and they were going West. So I think they're, they're seen mostly like Tofino. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But another family of a lot of young whales.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So seven without the A2s that travel separately, so mom has had seven calves. Um so her youngest is twenty twenty one, I think. I think that's right. And then her middle daughter had a calf last year. So two young kiddos in that in that group. And yeah. they were just like breaching up a storm the other day in Sansom.
1: Oh yeah. Um with the ninety nines.
0: Uh, you got them with the 99s. Yeah. I had them by, by themselves. Okay, yeah. We
1: had them with the 99s and the 137s.
0: I, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I think last year, it was either last year or the year before, when we saw them um, in Admiralty Inlet, mm-hmm. which is the entrance to Puget Sound, yeah. that was the furthest east they had been documented um, because they usually like hit Victoria and turn around and go back mm-hmm. west. And I, I do think they're starting to spend more time – Mm -hmm. further further in yeah Um, yeah
0: because they've been seen a few times since i mean they've been around they're still around like they're still
1: yeah we saw i saw them yesterday down at smith island
0: but i think Um, it was like almost a year ago to the not to the day but very close to it that they were in because it was smoky i've seen people's photos from shore where they were like spy hopping with kelp in their mouths and hunting in the you know right along the shoreline
1: yeah yeah, they, and they are, they're another energetic family because mm-hmm. lots of young whales.
0: Yeah, well, just like human kids, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: And the 109Bs were around yesterday. I didn't see them. I saw them for like <laughs> 10 minutes. Uh, they were pushing against a really steep tide, uh, steep current uh, down in, at Cattle Pass, which is a really, really narrow uh, channel between San Juan Island and Lopez Island. And Mm -hmm. during a really big flood, the current's coming in and they were going down. So they were going against it. And uh, they spent, uh, I mean, I've seen whales take longer, but they spent a good few hours pushing against it. Uh, It Mm -hmm. was, it seriously is like, seems like fun for them because there were, there was Mm -hmm. a lot of surface active behavior and a lot of breaching. And then eventually they were like, all right, let's do this. And they, they worked their way uh, south and got out of there.
0: Yeah. And they were seen again today, I think you said,
1: um, with T2B. Yes, yes, somewhere out west, yeah. somewhere southwest.
0: Yeah, and she um, was, normally, like we see her with the T60s. Who've been around Who've a been long. around, but she's kind of broken off and rejoined, or not rejoined, but has joined up at least temporarily with the 109Bs. We'll see. Maybe that's her new... Kind of adopted family.
1: Well, it's interesting because from what I know, which is not you know nearly as much as you know, when she's no. not with the '60s, she's with the '90s.
0: It used to be she was not with around. the '90s, and so there's then another, she switched to the '60s. So
1: the '90s are another one we can put in the list who are not not here, a here, not which here. means they'll probably be here tomorrow. <laughs> right. We don't see, we don't get a lot of them.
0: Yeah, less now than we did a few years ago. I feel like, but I'd have to like really look at the data.
1: But I've always known T2B to be with one of those two mm-hmm. natural lines uh, so this is new new to me her with the 109 bs
0: yeah and i think so monica who's joined us on several episodes um was up north for the month of july uh based out of you know like near telegraph cove and or based out of telegraph cove i guess and she saw the 60s a lot up there that was like one of the families she saw quite a bit up there and and some days t2b was there and some days t2b wasn't there so maybe that was kind of like the transition period
1: what what an interesting way is she ever seen with her sister
0: i don't know that i have ever seen her with her sister
1: yeah i don't think i've ever heard of her being with her sister
0: yep no I, i i mean i'm sure she has but i i can't think of a time
1: so we should get to um the other ecotype that we have seen this. Yeah. Um although I I don't think that I saw them from shore or from the boat.
0: I saw them briefly from shore this visit. So uh before we kind of jump into the sightings of the southern resident killer whales, um I think it's important to at least note um memorialize uh the loss of Tokite. Absolutely. Uh, so Tokite was our last surviving southern resident killer whale in captivity. She was captured in 1970 in Pen Cove and passed away August 18th of this year in Miami Seaquarium. Um, it's been very heartfelt. There's been a lot of um, memorial events for her. Um, there are a lot of questions that people have and feelings that they have, and we're definitely not the right people to answer them because there's people that have spent their lives working to bring her back. Um, so um, we do feel like it's important to mention her, her passing because she, she was a part of this population, um, and we're very sad that, that she has passed away. But um, Orca Network... Uh, Howard Garrett, Susan Berta, they've dedicated decades and decades and decades of time to work to bring her home. And their pages on Facebook are probably the best place to find more information on events happening. if you have questions about what comes next, that kind of thing. Um, they are a great resource, um, but we're we're sad for the loss of of Toki.
1: Ab- absolutely. Um, you know it was heart- heartbreaking to hear. I know there's a lot of, of hope around mm-hmm. her finally getting out of out of Miami yeah um so yeah we're we're definitely not the the experts my my I am I will always be proud that I got thrown out of the Miami <laughs> Seaquarium for wearing a uh free Lolita t-shirt
0: nice nice I I uh, n- I never made it down there but, but and um, I did
1: not pay to go in yeah
0: well, good for you um that being said so uh you know right around the time that Toki took you past uh, the Southern residents came in. Uh, so August 17th was the first time since the end of July, I think Yeah, that they had, uh, or maybe even earlier than that. Um, gosh, all the days blend together, but um, that they came in and the first time that K pod has been in since, I think since early January, January, which, and, and
1: for those who are either new to the whales here or, Um, you know, relatively recently, like, you know, I, I kind of grew up here on the bigs because that's, who's been around during my time here, but it's shocking for most people to, to have this gap of July, whatever, even if it was July 31st to August 17th with no Southern residents. I mean, Mm -hmm. they used to be here every single day during the summer months or close, close to it.
0: Yeah. When Uh, I started doing this, you know, when I started coming out here in the early 90s, I think 91 was my first year that we visited, I think. Um, You know, if we were here for two weeks, uh, we, we, you know, 12 out of the 14 days, southern residents, we were seeing them from the west side. And the other two days, they were probably up at the Fraser.
1: Right. Feeding on salmon. And and now if you're here for two weeks in the summer, you're probably going to see them zero days.
0: Yeah. So um it's been a big flip in in their presence here compared to the bigs killer whales right and if you're just joining us now um then there's so much information to be had Uh, i would definitely kind of point you towards episode two where we talk about the two distinct populations um you know southern residents versus bigs but for those of you that are familiar with the Southern Residents, you'll know it was a big deal. J-Pod, K-Pod, and most of L-Pod came in on August 17th. I think everybody except for the L-54s, or right. four, four whales there. So and They
1: did come in, but separately. They came and in later. two days later. Right.
0: Yeah, August 19th.
1: Was everybody else still here when they came in, or were they up... I think they were up north. So They went all the way up to Campbell River.
0: The L-12s, yeah, the L-12s, the greater L-12s, so um, Ocean Sun... And, you know, the other whales that they travel with, not all all related, but kind of we call them the greater L-12s, uh, stayed down off the west side. And then the other 60, uh, all of K-Pod, all of J-Pod, and, and the other part of L-Pod went up north. And they did go all the way up to Campbell River, northern Strait of Georgia. And then the L-54s came in, the L-12s left, and then I think the next day, the Two days later, maybe the gang came back down. But
1: so they, the most of them came in. It was, was it the day before uh, or the day of her, of Toki's death? The day death, before. The day before yeah. her death. Um, and they've been, we haven't seen them. I mean, it was a, it was a short visit here. They went north and then I think they came back down and left right away or the next day.
0: Yeah, I think they left. Oh, maybe the 20th, 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 I'm having trouble remembering 22nd, maybe 21st or 22nd. It,
1: it seems like, you know, we, we lost like May, then we lost June, then we lost July. And now it's starting to seem like we're starting to lose August with mm-hmm. them too. Um, September has seemed like it's the most normal, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, but a lot of that is that they're starting to go after Chum, which is going down. To, they're not around the San Juan Islands. They're down in Puget mm-hmm. Sound at some point in September. In the
0: winter. Yeah. They're, you know, usually in October, but who knows? It could be earlier. Um, they'll start kind of making forays down into, into the sound.
1: Well, and from what I understand, the Northern residents were very late coming in. to Yeah. The Strait. They were. It, um, their I, population is, is. Doing better than the plateau, but but much much healthier and and bigger than the southern residents.
0: Yeah, it kind of seemed like our twenty thirteen is what is the kind of the energy that Monica said you know was kind of like the feel up there when they were up north. Um, Sorry to quote you, Monica, but uh, yeah, it was kind of the feel like twenty thirteen was the first year down here that we um, really had these like big periods of absence from the southern residents during uh, the time of year that they would normally the summer. You know,
1: it would be. uh, We should get Monica on for an episode to get a kind of a an update from her and hear about her season up north Mm -hmm. and and her observations from there.
0: Yeah, Um, but just to you know, kind of follow up on the southern residents, it sounds like everybody was seen and accounted for. The two new um, L pod calves are still looking good. Um, L one twenty six and L one twenty seven. L one twenty six was born to. L one nineteen Joy, and then L one twenty seven is the third calf of L ninety four Joy's aunt Calypso. No, yeah, Calypso. Um, sorry, end of a long day and the end of August. So you'll forgive me for my <laughs> like it's, gaps it, in it's still memory. August, isn't it? Yeah, it's still August. Groundhog's Day, you know. Groundhog.
1: Oh, day. don't don't say
0: that. <laughs> um, and. Uh, the Center for Whale Research was able to get um, sex, you know, the sex on both calves the last time they were in. Uh, so L126 is a male and L127 is female. That's so awesome. So a girl and a boy.
1: So that's done from aerial photography.
0: Uh, L127, I think, was from uh drone and L126 was from, from a
1: boat. From a boat. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome that they were able to do that. And yeah. we need to get... Uh, the Center for Whale Research. Uh, some of those guys is, uh, on our yeah. podcast for, as guests. They've agreed.
0: They've agreed. I've talked to them a few times. So yeah, I we need, we'll...
1: need to do that before before people start breaking for the winter.
0: Yeah. So, but I think that kind of. I mean, it leaves out. Still, there's a lot of whales. The T2Cs have been around. Like yeah. they came came through. Yeah. I mean, 69s. Really, like, yeah, the 69s.
1: Yeah, we who I think we're seeing more this year than we that yeah, I, I yeah. can remember seeing. And it,
0: they've been involved in like kind of some of these big social groups. Big social groups. groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool whale, 69 Cs, like a huge huge. Huge dorsal fin. What did what did Dave say? Uh, a huge dorsal fin. Impressive li- dorsal, disappointing eye patch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh the hundreds, the one oh ones have been around. I mean,
0: just uh kind of an insane amount of bigs on some days, on a lot of days.
1: Yeah. It's it's really it's been incredible. Yeah. Um so, yeah, so we're going to have lots of upcoming episodes. Yes. I think we'll get uh, Monica back on. We'll get the Center for Whale Research. And speaking of breaking for winter, we will do at least one episode, if not more, uh, from Bremer Bay.
0: Are we really going to do episodes from Bremer Bay?
1: Uh, well, we're going to be there. And I'm, we are going to be there. We are going to be there, and we're going to be out with whales.
0: So we should do it. So we should. If we have internet service in Bremer Bay, we will do episodes from Bremer Bay. We'll at least record some stuff down there for you guys. Um, we'll be posting updates on our social media. But yeah, um, my plan is to be down there for the month of January. Um,
1: I will be there part part of the month of January.
0: Yep, and we will be yeah bringing you updates from there. It's I'm really excited to head back down there. Just yeah, so much so many questions I have and. Can't wait to see those whales again.
1: I'm excited. I was so I was there very beginning of 20, January 2020. Yeah, before the whole every the whole world, the world shut changed. down. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited to go back because it's been so long and so much has changed in just in the world mm-hmm. that I remember when I was there and experiencing those whales. It was so emotional and so interesting and. It's hard to even put words mm-hmm. into it because they're so different than the whales here. And the whale watching is very different mm-hmm. than it is here. And you're you know, here, you're, you've got land all around and, and a, a lot of the times you're watching killer whales tight to they're tight to shore. Yeah. And there you're out 30 plus miles. Yeah. Offshore. A lot of in, times
0: there's no land in the background. And there, sometimes right. you just have like this one big sand dune kind or, of really far in the distance. Yeah.
1: And, uh, Just big groups. Mm -hmm. Um, The times I was there, very social. I did not see a predation except on the Mola Mola. Um, (laughs) The
0: poor Mola Mola.
1: (laughs) uh, But other than that, I I mean, they're super social Mm -hmm. and also very engaging with the boat.
0: And we saw some more Mola Mola Mola-like. Harassment, I would say, not quite predation events, but definitely like mola mola harassment.
1: they're so they're. It's interesting and very very blue water. Mm-hmm. It's just very different than here,
0: which is impressive because Jeff is colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm good with blue. You're good with blue. Yeah, and you were out. I think we were only out three days that time. We were. Um. So it'll be cool to have you back out and seeing them. I more want to see long
1: pilot whales. Yeah, <laughs> they're so cool. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think we really saw any other whale species out there when we were out. I think we had killer whales every day when we were there.
0: Yeah, well, we can keep our fingers crossed for some beaked whales, and hopefully not getting. Well, I not mean, getting, maybe hopefully getting eaten, but hopefully you get a sighting of them. Not, but it, it's pretty rare. But uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we'll we'll at the very least we'll record episodes there, but it'd be fun to do some. Yeah, it would it would um, even even maybe like they'll
0: be rough cut because we won't have our equipment down there but right right
1: but maybe we can even do like a well i was gonna say live on zoom but i don't know if the internet's that's how far we're going we're going to the edge of the internet
0: you know (laughs) we'll see like yeah i kind of had to sit in like the resort parking lot to get internet down there but um it's a small town guys for those of you wondering bremer bay um I, i highly recommend it's it's a trek out there if you Interested it's beyond in seeing... a track. It's, it's yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, first you trek. have to make a track. Yeah. Then, you, and then have... you have to make another track. Yeah. And then um, another <laughs> It's, it's, it's out there. It's a small town. Um, but it's an amazing experience if you can handle big water. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, for, first you have to get to Perth. And I think Perth is, I, I, I may not be getting this exactly correct, but Perth is further. Perth is the city that's furthest away from the most cities on the planet. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Um, Yeah, because I remember when I was telling my parents that we were going to Perth, and I was saying it's the furthest city on, on earth away from Cleveland. But then it's the furthest away from so like more <laughs> cities than any other place, than any other city. Yeah. So first you have to get to Perth, and then it's, what, eight hours? An eight-hour drive? Eight to ten-hour yeah, drive? Yeah, eight to ten. on mm-hmm. Depends like,
0: on which way you're going and- and you're, roads are, and you're
1: not talking about like on the I five. No, like these are in some places like
0: not even paved.
1: At, right. You're, you're not sure. Like, are we, are we not only am I not sure I'm on the right road, are we actually on a road? <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then you have to go 35 miles offshore,
0: but it's so worth it.
1: Totally. Yeah, totally. But that's, I mean, that's how awesome those whales are. Yeah. I mean, you're basic we're basically going to the other side of the uh, like mm-hmm. the, uh, as far away as we can go, the other side of the planet.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we talked about the Bremer whales a bit. Um we're gonna try to get some folks on from from australia to join us uh at some point here in the future
1: not just folks from australia but people that, that had, actually <laughs> know about the Bremere whales. sorry
0: should have been more clear there um sorry. to talk about the the whales and we'll talk I'll, you know i can talk more about what um what i did down there because it was the data that i was able to collect was pretty fascinating i'm looking forward to collecting another you know another year um and, and just kind of comparing and seeing how different they are from the whales we know up here. Yeah, it's just fascinating. Yeah, we're going to
1: do at least one episode down there, if not, if not more.
0: But until then. <laughs> until then. We have a photo workshop coming up. We
1: do. Uh, so, yeah, if you... We also are, have daily trips out. We do. Uh, we'll be running daily... Uh, probably daily through mid October. Mid October. We also have um, an all day tour uh, on the day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, opt outside for Black Friday. And yeah. we still, I think we do still have some room available.
0: Yeah. And there's a few seats we've open. Been lucky the last few years we've seen whales on those we've, trips. It's had been, great whales. It's on those been trips.
1: amazing that uh, it, like, we're always holding our breath for the weather, yeah. but we've had really good weather and we've had. Uh, either some years we get big groups of super active humpbacks. I think last year, was it last year that we had a group of killer whales that that we had never seen?
0: I don't know. I was at the art market. Uh, That's right. That's right. So you can come for the opt outside all day trip (laughs) and then you can come see me at the holiday art market where all of the artists on San Juan Island get together and I sell all my like cool whale stickers and stuff like that and yeah
1: make a, make buy a weekend some, out of it
0: buy some christmas presents
1: so we'll run daily um yeah you know into november may not be all the way through thanksgiving that we're, we're we have trips every single day sure um december you know mostly weekends miss. yeah um january february we will be out yeah but then back at it in early. you March. well you're you're gonna be i'm doing the silver bank again um in early March. So I want For one back. week or two. Just one this year.
0: Okay.
1: Um and then maybe we will put together an after the breach yeah. Silver Bank charter for 2025. I know we
0: already have a lot of people interested in 2025, Jeff, so you need to get those dates.
1: All right. I will work on that this week cuz <laughs> that it is uh if that's something you're interested to that is Yeah, definitely, definitely let it. us know. and yeah. uh So yeah, and uh but the soonest of all these activities is the uh photo workshop. So out a few seats if you're interested give us a shout and we will be back soon with some more great
0: episodes we promise um we're we're, we are at the end of our kind of like high season now um i know it's been a little bit of a stretch waiting for new episodes so thank you guys for sticking in there with us uh we did not just wander off into la la land and give up on the podcast uh it's just this time of year is crazy busy time of year as you can tell from all of the sightings that we shared with you and all the ones it just trust me that we didn't because we just can't remember even. And um,
1: I, and I don't know if we really had one day off together. Like we haven't like simultaneously we have we've yeah. And so it during that peak season it's tough. September is a big exhale. Yeah. Um we're still going out every day multiple times a day, but it's it's not
0: We're done earlier.
1: We're done we're earlier done by like 7. Right. The days are shorter. Yeah. We, we can't be out on the water until eight thirty nine o'clock.
0: Yeah. So we'll be back soon with more more episodes. If you guys have any questions, have any episode ideas. I know some of you have already sent some in. We love getting those emails. We love getting even if we're delayed in replying to them. Uh, we love getting your messages on Facebook, uh, Instagram. just shoot us shoot us a message however you'd like to. And And when you
1: come out, uh, we love it when you say you listen to the podcast. yeah it's, uh, it means so much to us.: It does.
0: So thank and you. Guys. Share
1: with your friends and uh, stay safe out there.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Stay <laughs> safe out there.) <laughs>